The reading for this morning is traditional. It comes from the 16th chapter of Mark. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of Jesus, and Salome brought spices so they could embalm him. Very early on Sunday morning, as the sun rose, they went to the tomb. And they worried out loud to each other, who will roll back the stone for us? Then they looked up and they saw that it had already been rolled back. And it was a huge stone, but they walked right in. And they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed all in white. They were completely taken aback and astonished. And he said, do not be afraid. I know you are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, the one that they nailed to the cross. He has been raised up. He is no longer here. You can see for yourselves that the place is empty. Now, be on your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he is going on ahead of you to Galilee, and you'll see him there exactly as he has said. Amen. That is the story for 2,000 years. Amen. Mm -hmm. That is every Sunday they gather. Various churches around the city are doing sunrise services. Not all of them are outside. Amen. But that's cool. And it's the same message. It's the message that Dolly Parton gave us. He is alive. Paul will later on talk in his writings that if Jesus is not alive, then we're all a bunch of fools. So, I want you to know that in this celebration, it is the linchpin to the six weeks that we've just spent talking about freedom. Because if Jesus is not alive, then we're not free. If Jesus isn't sitting there with God watching over you, claiming to bring you in with every breath you take, then we're not free. It destroys everything that Scripture was supposed to be about. And actually, what the church is supposed to be about, even though we've figured out that they've kind of lost their way over the years. Amen? They've gotten too hung up on rules and creeds. And we've talked about that for the last six weeks. You know that you have the ability that God, when God made you, gave you the ability to what? Think for yourself. To be able to make choices. And God isn't some kind of masochist or sadist that would create us so that we can make a choice and then when we made the wrong choice, reject us? No. In fact, what God did is provide us with this Messiah that's called Jesus to tell us that, look, you get to live this life full with all of its choices. And yes, you're going to make mistakes, but because I love you, even those mistakes can't separate you from God. Now, you know, I suppose, I don't know whether it's this church or just maybe it's the world that we live in that you know it's kind of hard to get excited about that except that I came across a phrase this week 
that I want to share with you all. And, you know, I can't do a sermon without having a little bit of theological controversy. But the phrase was this. Jesus did not die for the sins of the world. He died because of the sin of the world. You get that? In other words, this whole idea of uh, a substitutionary atonement that they've been teaching in the church forever that somehow keeps you bottled up and chained to the church so that the church gets to tell you how to live your life is probably a little bit off the beaten path. Now, matter of fact, it's not off the beaten path. It, not probably, it is. <clears throat> because if we have a free will, then people were making choices at the time that Jesus was alive. They were making choices, and they decided to kill him. Jesus was making choices. And in those choices he made was to continue to serve God. That is why it is important that we understand. Because now that means what we've been talking about communion makes sense. You know, we've got the symbol of the body and the blood. And the church has turned that into some kind of showcase for determining whether you're a good person or not. We discovered last week with Vicar Alice, but there's that story about John who doesn't say anything about the symbols. But he does talk about what? Service. Jesus washing feet. It is symbolic. The bread, the body is, and when he said, do this in remembrance of me, it's got nothing to do with redemption. It has got everything to do with going out into the world alive and full of love. So you see, that's why this whole idea of atonement you can let go of and set yourself free. You're free to do the work. I can't think of a better message to give on Easter Sunday. One that allows you to be who you are and at the same time, love because you're loved. And yes, when the world says that you're not worth it, when the world puts barriers in front of you, when the world says that you're not good enough, folks, that is what it is to be a follower of Jesus. Because while all that may be true, you have a response that they don't. He is alive. And this day, I am loved. God bless you.